but I want to walk you through it because it looks okay. But as you as I show you the framework that I use, which has four four lenses that I look at investments through, you'll see more and more why it wasn't good. Welcome to the game where we talk about how to get more customers, how to make more per customer, and how to keep them longer, and the many failures and lessons we have learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. One of the deals I did 60 days ago pays me $100,000 a month in passive income just by being the bank. And so what I wanna show you in this video is how I find these deals, how I structure these deals, and uh, one thing to make sure that you don't do, um, because actually one of the CEOs of the companies in our portfolio actually reached out to me because he had gotten an email from his wealth advisor. I'm gonna use quotes here because it was almost borderline unethical what the deal looked like. But I wanna walk you through it because it looks okay, but as, you as I show you the framework that I use, which has four, four lenses that I look at investments through, you'll see more and more why it wasn't good. And then at the end, I'll show you what, what, what was good and the deal that actually made this happen. All right, so the deal that his advisor uh, sent him was, hey, We've got a business that wants $450,000, right? 450K to invest in their startup, okay? So we're, we're sending this money to a startup. Just in case you're curious, it's a little bit risky, all right? But we'll get into that in a second. So 450,000 to a startup. And he said, they're willing to pay you 10% per year and they're gonna pay this at the end of 12 months, all right? which means at the end of 12 months, he's going to get 450,000 plus 45K, all right? That is what the uh, return is going to be, all right? And so they were like, hey, can you break this down? They're like, it didn't sound like a good deal, but we kind of want you to walk us through it, all right? And so here's how you should think about these investments, all right? Number one is yield. All right, which is how much money cash flow is coming to me every single month. All right, that is one way that you look at the investment. The next way is capital preservation, which is how likely am I, am I gonna be preserving my capital that my money is going to come back to me, all right? All of these are on a scale, so it's not like a yes, no, it's more like to what extent, all right? The next one is tax advantage, all right? So if I, if I do this investment, is this going to cost me a lot tax-wise, right? Something that's treated as capital gains versus something that's income is gonna have a better tax treatment. And then finally, you've got equity growth, all right? So does the thing that I am buying or putting my money in become more valuable, all right? So when you're looking at any kind of investment or anywhere to put your money, look through this lens of one, two, three, four and think, okay, to what extent is my capital being preserved? To what extent am I getting the yield? How, what are my tax advantages? Am I growing? All right. And so I walked them through this exact same process. And so let's look at this deal that you got. All right. So capital preservation box one. Uh, well, this is going to a startup and they're saying they're not going to pay you anything at all. And then at the very end, they're going to give you uh, 495,000 at the end, right? 450 plus 45,000. Uh, how likely do I think that's happening with a startup? I would put that as an eh. No, probably not likely. Yield wise, I'm going to get 10%. Okay. That's cash flow. Kind of good, but for a, for a debt deal, uh, probably not great, all right? Because what we're gonna compare this to is that like, if you look at indexes like the S&P, I, I don't even know what it was last year, but I'm guessing it was really good. It was probably 20%, something like that last year. And so literally having 100% capital preservation and having a 20% increase in equities, which is here, right? you'd have a better return there. But this one has no increase in equities because we're not participating on the upside. We're just participating on the downside, which by the way, when you ever do money lending, all you get is guaranteed cash and you participate on the downside. So you really need to make sure the downside's good. All right, and then the fourth box here is tax advantage. These guys make good money. 
And so I was like, 10%, I was like, you're gonna get taxed at 45%, right, of that 10%, which really means your effective increase is gonna be 5.5%, all right? That's how much you're actually gonna make on this deal after taxes. That's like barely enough to cover inflation. And so they're saying, risk $450,000 to barely cover inflation, not participate in the upside at all, be tax disadvantaged, and, have, and do this with a startup so that you're very unlikely to have your capital preserved, right? So like, this is borderline unethical how bad this deal is. And so what I wanna do now, if you guys are good with it, is I'll show you the flip side, which is the deal that I just did um, about 60 days ago. All right, so here's how this deal worked. I wrote a note for $2.5 million, all right, uh, to secure a building out of foreclosure, all right? So somebody emailed me and said, hey, um, I found this building, it's $2.5 uh, $2 million, that's how much I can buy it for. And I said, okay, well, tell me more about this deal. So we're going through the same framework, all right? So we've got uh, capital preservation, we've got yield, we've got tax, and we've got equity. Mosey Nation, real quick, if you are a business owner that has a big old business and wants to get to a much bigger business, going to $50, $100 million plus, we would love to talk to you. And if you like that or would like to hear more about it, go to acquisition.com. You can apply anywhere on the page and talk to one of our team and see if we can help you get there. So in this, in this situation, um, he then said, I have four offers on the building already between 5.1 and 5.6 million, all right? And I was like, okay, so now I know that this is reasonable. And he sent me the offers over so I knew that they were good. On top of that, they had taken the top guy and this guy had put $300,000 in earnest money down, meaning he had committed to doing the deal as soon as, he, as, soon as it comes available, all right? So we have a, a real buyer lined up at 5.6 million. Sounds good so far. And this building is worth 2.5. So I'm thinking capital preservation. If, if for some reason this deal goes through, I've got three other people who've said they'd be willing to give more than twice as much money as I'm buying this for, all right? Pretty good. Now, mind you, I'm not buying the building. I'm the bank here. I'm the one lending the money to the guy, all right? Now, he's gonna make good money on this. He's gonna get two and a half million that's not his money. And then he's gonna sell it for 5.1 to 5.6. In this case, 5.6. And he's going to end up making 2.1 million on this deal minus whatever my fee is for supplying the money. Now, on top of that, I asked to have a personal guarantee from him and the partner. All right. So just in case these three offers fall through on top of the fourth offer with the earnest money, I got personal guarantees by both the buyers of the building. All right. So this is how I wanted to make sure that my capital is preserved. So I'm like, cool, check. Now, do I participate in any of the equity of this, of this business? The answer is no. I don't have any equity participation. From a tax perspective, if they're just gonna pay me a yield, which is exactly how I structured it, what, am I gonna have bad tax treatment? You bet your ass I am. <laughs> it's gonna be treated as regular income. So it's gotta be really worth it for me on the yield side. And so the way that I wrote the note is I get 48% to 96% per year. You're like, how can you achieve you know, uh, uh, returns like that? If you look for them, right? That's the, the simple answer, right? And the more deals you do, the more people know that you have money that you can do deals, and then the more they reach out to you, right? And if there's not a lot of people who can just snap a hat and just throw out two and a half million dollars, and so you get on a higher and higher list and you get access to different deals. All right, that's the short answer. So 
what they're doing here is that means that I'm getting 4% per month. All right, now if you do the math on two and a half million, 4% per month is $100,000 per month. Now, you might be wondering, why would anyone pay that? This is a bridge loan. This is a short-term loan. It's called hard money lending, private lending, private placement, different things like that. But they need money fast. And so they can't go through a normal process because they got a, a steal on this building, right? How many times do you get a building for two and a half that's worth five immediately, right? Not many. And so they need someone who can immediately provide liquidity and in exchange, they pay a higher rate. Now they're not planning on holding the money for the whole year, but if I do multiple deals like this, then I can effectively get a rate that's comparable to this over the time period of the year. All right, so 4% per month, that's $100,000 a month. Their plan holding time was gonna be 60 days. I gave them 90 days at this, which means in the minimum carry, meaning if they did it in, two, in 24 hours, I still get two months of minimum carry. Meaning if I'm gonna do this deal, I have to make at least $200,000 on just sending the wire and then getting the money back, even if it takes a day. Like it doesn't matter, all right? So I set up a minimum carry for that of, uh, of, of times two. I'm giving them up to 90 days where they can continue to pay. And if, it, if it's like 65 days, it still rolls into three months, right? Which means that I make, three times this, right? Which is $300,000. And so sometimes when people are like, why aren't you selling stuff on this channel? <laughs> it's because um, I don't really care. Um, and so hopefully this makes sense to you. If you're thinking, if someone emails you, God, I hope they don't email you, but if someone emails you a deal that looks like this one, run the other way and you know, question their morals and ethics, because either they absolutely have, absolutely have no idea what they're doing, or they're expecting that you have no idea what you're doing. And so that is why I'm making this video so that you don't do a deal like this. You think through it through within uh, these, these four levels. And there is a point, because I know I'm gonna get this question. Well, at what percentage is it worth getting the yield, which is this fourth box here, right? Well, I'm gonna get taxed on this, right? At, a, at my after tax rate on this is gonna be like 27% return. So for me, 27% return still makes sense after taxes and everything. Um, so that, that deal makes sense. But it has to be really, really good for me because I have a ton of income. So I'm gonna get taxed at the highest bracket if it's any kind of regular income type deal. And so if you're gonna do a deal like this, you have to make sure that it makes sense. All right, so hopefully that makes sense to you guys. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff, and I'll see you guys in the next video.